Well, hello from Spain. So this is going to be a potential new series. Well, let's call it an experiment that I'm doing right now uh, with this show. Um, and let me give you a little quick backstory on it. I've always wanted to do some sort of midweek show where it's just me. You know, on Mondays, I interview guests and, you know, it's really about the guests, right? Like I do the best I can to make it conversational, but it's really about the guests. And then on Fridays, um, we do a Friday date with my wife and I, and that's, you know, more about like a couple's energy kind of thing. But I, I, I've always wanted a place to just process different things that are going on in my life and share different thoughts. And so that's, that's what this is attempting to be. So I'm going to do it as an experiment. Uh, and hopefully you guys like it and it sticks and uh, we keep doing it. But I have no idea what to call it. So I'm thinking about calling it Walk and Talk. You can tell me if you, lo- you love it or, or if you hate it. But basically what I'm going to do is just throw some earbuds on and walk. You know, um, right now I'm in Spain. And I'm walking down the beach. We are in a place called Formentera. We just left Mallorca. Um, Formentera is really Italian, like way more Italian than I thought it was going to be. I mean, we're in Spain, but it's it's really Italian. Um, and I can't really give you much more information other than it's beautiful because we just got here. But I'll, I'll let you know more about that as, as time goes on. This is the the longest we've ever been away. You know, when I was a when I was a chiropractor, I was gone. You know, if I was gone a week or two, it was a big deal. Like it was really hard to leave the business for a week or two. I did everything I could to set systems up and to make things you know function well. But it was it was a challenge. But you know, we wanted to push ourselves and we wanted to go you know to three weeks and then you know eventually a month. We we couldn't get much beyond the month without it causing too much stress or too much problems. But now that the business is gone, I do have the time to do, you know, to to take two months if I want. So we decided this year that we're going to really do it and we're going to take two and a half months off. And we're about halfway through it now. I got to tell you, first of all, I understand these are first world, first world problems. And we are incredibly, incredibly grateful to be able to do this. But it's very interesting waking up and not being in your own bed and every four, five, six days you're packing up and you're going somewhere else. Like little things that you don't think about. Like, you know, I like to meditate in the morning. The last place we were in in Mallorca didn't have uh, a chair. Like they literally did not have a freaking chair. So I, I didn't meditate for those five, six days. I know, I know it's probably an excuse or whatever, but I, I just, it, like the systems were not set up for me to do it easily. So I, so I didn't do it. And it, it, there's, a, there's an interesting thing that I'm noticing. Because I am someone who likes predictability, I forced myself on this last trip to the last place, the last location we were in in Mallorca. I forced myself to say, you know what, I am not going to plan anything and I'm just going to let it, I'm just going to let the day unfold the way the day unfolds. You know, like I'll just, wherever we go to dinner, we go to dinner. I'm not going to book anything. I'm not going to plan any excursions or, you know, whatever. And it was really frustrating because I wound up eating in a bunch of tourist traps that were expensive and weren't great. 
And we wound up like, you know, waiting in lines for things that we didn't have to wait in lines for. We went to the, because I didn't do any planning. And then this time I came here to Formentera and I'm like, I'm planning everything that's it. And it's, it's this double-edged sword because on the one hand, if you don't plan, you'll wind up in tourist traps. But on the other hand, if you do plan everything, then you wind up having everything so predictable that you lose the magic. I think there's a French word called philandering, something like that. Um, I know it sounds like a, somebody who's cheating on their spouse, but I think it's called that, something like that, where you allow the day to just unfold and wherever you wind up, you wind up. And finding that balance between allowing you know, the new culture and people and restaurants and activities to just reveal themselves as you go through the day versus booking and planning it. I know it sounds crazy. It has not been easy for me because when I get a bad one, I'm like, you know, bad restaurant or something. I'm like, see, I should have planned this. But when I plan too much, then it becomes, you know, like I, you choose the same things. You know, you choose the same things. I'll choose the same kind of beach clubs with great DJs, you know, and I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out that balance, you know, between the two. The other thing that's interesting is eating. You know, imagine when you're on vacation for like, you know, a week and you're on a cruise or, you know, whatever, whatever, wherever it is that you are, wherever it is that you are, you see people you know, they're eating so far out of their normal routine. And, you know, we're the average of the five people that we're around. So we tend to go, ah, fuck it, it's vacation. Let's just eat. Uh, But you can't do that for two and a half months or you'll get fat. So finding, you know, the rhythm for me that has worked because I'm around people, like we're still going to vacation spots. So I'm around people that, you know, they're ordering dessert at every dinner and they're, you know, they're having heavier breakfasts and they're drinking from the moment they wake up because we're on beaches, you know, and there's, there is the temptation to do it, but I had to just figure out like, what are the rules that I can put in place? What's the, what's the thing that has helped me the most? And the first one is that I fast until one o'clock. I've never been a faster. I've always kind of thought, uh, Like, why am I starving myself? You know, does it really make a difference? And, but then I just was like, well, let me try it. So I was able to go until maybe 10 o'clock. And then I was like, I'd knock you down for some sugar. And then I pushed it until like maybe 11. And I eventually, after about a week, maybe 10 days, I was able to get myself to 12, one, even two o'clock. And now if I get up, I don't even have the desire to eat like it it almost like kind of like makes me sick to eat in the morning. What I've noticed it's done is two things. One is, you know, you're getting less calories. Hopefully, you know, slam a bunch of food later in the day, but I'm definitely getting much calories. But I think the bigger, the bigger thing is that it's processing all of the food and booze, uh, from the night before. And I got to tell you, like, Usually by around 10 o'clock, I'm feeling really good. And the moment I start eating, I can feel that fog. So that's been a big help. The other thing that's helped me is 
trying to find the balance with wine. We're wine drinkers. We're not really cocktail drinkers. We're wine drinkers. And in Europe, I mean, they drink. I mean, like we go out to lunch and it's, you know, it's a bottle at lunch. It's a bottle at dinner. And I had to kind of figure out, like, what is the, what is the amount of alcohol I can take without feeling foggy, hungover, and still, like, enjoying my life? Because, you know, like, we live in Tuscany, right? Some of the best wine in the world. I don't want to not drink it. You know, like, some mornings I wake up and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm foggy. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. But then by 1 o'clock, you know, I'm, I don't feel that way anymore. So I had to figure out, okay, how, how do I do this from a balanced, healthy way? And for me, I've experimented with everything. I can push myself to three glasses a day maximum. Like that is my, I'm giving you the red line. If I go to three glasses in one sip, I'm hungover the next day or, you know, foggy the next day. So I can do glass of wine at lunch and I can do two glasses at dinner, maximum. My preference is to do nothing at lunch and to do one or two at dinner. That's like the sweet spot for me, but I know what my red line is. So having, having that rule in place, do I violate it? Yeah, I do violate it. Um, I usually violate it when I'm out, you know, at a beach, you know, where you're renting chairs and the waiter comes over 15 times and he's like, what can I get you to drink? Those are hard for me, but I can pretty much get it down to a glass at lunch, two at dinner, and I can survive on a long ba- long-term basis. As long as I have a gallon of water a day. If I do a gallon of water a day, it mitigates, I don't know, processes the alcohol in some way. I have no idea, but definitely is a difference. So, would, And then the, the next thing is a salad. If I have a salad before I eat anything, I feel better. I don't get any stomach issues. I don't feel huge spikes in my sugar. And so I just order a mixed salad at lunch and at dinner. And that seems to have made a really big difference. The other thing is we're experimenting with uh, Patreon right now. You know, I didn't know what Patreon was and I didn't know whether or not, you know, like I heard about it and I, and I always thought like, you, you know, when you go on a website or, you know, a podcast or whatever, and they're like, Hey, if you want to give me a tip, leave a tip in the jar. And that's what I thought Patreon was. But I realized through talking to other people who are creating content in the different ways that they're using it. And we found a way that I think is going to make sense for us. So I want to, I want to explain it so that you understand why. Whenever you have something that's front-facing, like a podcast, right? So it's just, you know, it's out, it's free, it's out to the world. No matter how unfiltered I may or may not think that I am, I'm always filtering it because there's so many hot buttons that drive people out of their mind if you discuss. If I bring up gun control or this new gender thing that everybody's talking about, If if I talk about... COVID, you get the idea. Whatever the words are du jour that everybody has an opinion on, Democrats, Republicans, Trump, you know, Biden, people go freaking crazy. And so I'm, I'm filtered, right? And so I just, I don't even, I don't want to deal with it. So I just 
I am like super cautious about what I say. With Patreon, you're getting people who are saying, don't do that. Don't do that. I, I'm, I'm willing to pay for you to not be filtered and for you to talk about what it is that you want to talk about. And I'm finding that this can be, it's still new, so I don't know. This can be a place where I have, you know, my people, my people are like, okay, not that there's an echo chamber, not that they're just believe exactly the way I believe, but at least I can feel like I have an opinion and I don't have to be filtered in any way. <clears throat> so there's going to be two levels. There'll be a, a $5 level. Um, and that $5 level is going to have something called on the fly. So a lot of times Kim and I will be out to dinner. We'll have a glass of wine. We're, we're in a moment where we're like, this is good. This would be great for the show. Like we need to, but then whenever we record it and we try and do it again, it's never the same. Like once that moment passes, it passes. So we thought, well, what if we, what if we just take out our iPhone and we just record on the fly, you know, whatever it is, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half hour in real time on location and share what's going on in that moment. And so the $5 a month one, we'll get a bunch of stuff, but among them will be two of those on the fly episodes. And then we have a higher one, which is, uh, it's going to be 25 bucks. And that one gives you direct text access to direct text access to Kim and I to ask questions. And we're also going to do a, a monthly zoom, uh, with micro coaching. So, you know, if you have some questions and you want some help, we can answer. So it's a little bit higher in price, but it's a way that, you know, if you're looking for direct access, and this becomes a time issue, right? There's only so much time in the day. So it's a little bit higher in price, but so I, I, we're excited about that. I think it's going to be a nice development in, uh, in what we're doing. And the last thing I want to talk about was the book. I'm writing a book. Have you ever tried to write a book? It is not freaking easy. Here's what I've learned. I learned that to write a book, you, you got to get it a vibe, right? You got to like, you got to have the coffee, the earbuds, the right music, you know, coffee shop location. For me, I like that, but it can't be too noisy. Like it's, it's like Goldilocks. Like the, the environment is really, really important. But then you need time to think about ideas that you want to include, and, you know, unless you have the book fully formed in the chapters and you know exactly what you're talking about, you need time to process. And so a lot of things I'm doing on this two and a half months off is just thinking about it, just thinking about what do I want to say and how do I want to say it? And it is a, an exciting process, but it's also something that really screws with your head because you're like, is anybody going to read this? Is anybody interested in this? Am I boring? Am I a good writer? Am I a good communicator? You know, and so you start going through this mental chatter um, of having to overcome it. So, which I think is a good thing to do. I think it's important to do that, but it, but it definitely, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't there. And, uh, and that's it. So let me know what your thoughts are if you like this kind of format. And uh, as with everything, I'll get a little better at it each time I do it. All right, everybody, have a good week.